Um, so we just gonna go out there and play basketball and win. And win? Yeah. And how many games? Six. We're gonna be we're gonna win in six. Welcome back to the Bucks and Six podcast. I am your host, Michael Correo, also known as Bucks House on Instagram, your number one source for all things Milwaukee Bucks. Coming at you live from the podcasting world every Wednesday and every Saturday. So just some small team notes. The Milwaukee Bucks just officially signed Luca Vildoza today. The contract allows him to be activated for the playoffs, and the deal takes him through the end of next season, although it's not a fully guaranteed deal. So it's really just a flyer. He's 26 years old. He shares the same agent as Giannis. In principle, he signed a four-year, $13 million contract with the Knicks and played in the summer league, but he got waived once he broke his foot last season. He's since fully recovered, and his last fully healthy season, he averaged 11 points, 4 assists, and 36% from 3 in Spain. He led his team to the championship in the ACB League in 2020, and he was the MVP of that game. At 17 points, 5 of 11 from the field in their win. Like I said, he'll be activated for the playoff run. I could see him getting minutes in a throwaway game down the stretch, kind of like Elijah Bryant last year. I know a lot of my comments were kind of concerned on why we'd sign him, but he's not going to get any minutes over George Hill or Javon Carter unless he turns into something crazy, which I really don't see that happening. So it's really just a flyer and just to occupy that 15th spot. Last night, the Bucks defeated the Bulls to complete the season series sweep to win the Central Division for the fourth year in a row. This is now the third time in the last four seasons in which we swept Chicago in the season series. The only season we didn't was last year. We dropped the last game of the season last year. Our starters were out for that game. If you remember, Wara led the way with 34, and Jeff Teague put up 23 points in the six-point loss. As it stands, the Bucks are third place in the East and would actually face Chicago in the first round if the season ended today. I know there's a lot of discourse on if the play-in is good or not, but one positive is it makes for an interesting last week of the season. Most teams either have two or three games left, but a lot of things could change standing-wise for each team, each conference, so there's a lot more basketball to go, even though there's five days left. Right now, Miami is up two and a half games on Boston, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia. For Boston to win the East, they need to beat Chicago, Milwaukee, and Memphis, and Miami needs to lose to Atlanta and Orlando. The Celtics currently have the tiebreaker over Miami, so all Miami needs to do is win, and they're in. The Bucks are actually now out of the race for first place. If we won our three games and Miami lost their two games, we'd have an identical record, the same season series record, and the same conference record. But then it goes by the win percentage against current East playoff teams, and Miami has the slight edge there. They also have the better conference record over Philadelphia, so the 76ers are out of the first seed. So it's down to Boston and Miami. So the Bucks could finish as high as the two seed and as low as the five seed should Toronto win out and Milwaukee lose out. To get the two seed, the Bucks would have to have a better record over these next three games than Boston does. We play Boston tomorrow, Detroit on Friday, and then Cleveland on Sunday. Like I said, Boston plays Chicago, Milwaukee, and Memphis. We can't match their record over this stretch because they do have the tiebreaker with us. So we need to have a better record than them to pass them. To keep ahead of Philadelphia, we could, of course, win more than they do. But even if we tie, if we play even with them through these last three games, 
We do have the tiebreaker, so that's one way we could stay ahead of Philadelphia. And then to avoid Toronto for the five seed, we need to at least win one game. But even if we don't, Toronto still needs to win all three of their games and the 76ers need to win a game. In that scenario, the Bucks would be fifth place, Philadelphia would be third place, and Toronto would be fourth place. So if we do end up as the five seed, like I said, we play Toronto in the first round. Toronto would host that series. They'd have home court advantage, but that's not really a likely scenario. As the three or four seed, we'd likely face Toronto or Chicago for either seed. That's how it's going to shake out. I'd say it's more likely for Chicago to get the six seed and Toronto to get the five seed. There is one scenario where if we lose out, Philadelphia loses out, and then Toronto wins out, we'd be the fourth seed playing Philadelphia based on the tiebreakers, but it's very unlikely that that happens. So we probably won't face Philadelphia in the first round. And if we do get the second seed, we'd face the winner of the play-in matchup, the seven versus the eight seed. And that could be anyone right now. It could be Cleveland, it could be Brooklyn, it could be Atlanta or Charlotte. It's still a possibility that we face any one of those teams in the first round as the two seed. So we'll just see how that shakes out. Right now, it looks like Cleveland will host the game because they're the seven seed and they have a game and a half lead on anyone else. Brooklyn and Atlanta are tied and Charlotte is just one game back of them. So it's up to Brooklyn, Atlanta and Charlotte to fight it out for that eight seed. Seven and eight will play and then the winner will face the number two seed. So it's just crazy to think that we could play a number of teams. We have no idea five days before the end of the regular season. If we end up as the two or three seed, we'd likely face Boston or Philadelphia in the second round. And then if we end up as the fourth or fifth seed, we'd likely face Miami in the second round unless Brooklyn drops to that eight seed and beats the Heat. Like I said, there's so much to be decided and this all goes back to the idea that though some people do have issues with the play-in, it still makes for a great end to the regular season. There's only five days left, but there's still a lot to be decided. And even by the end of the night, so much can change. And it's going to be really fun to watch. So that'll do it for tonight's podcast. Feel free to hit me back with feedback and I'll see you on Saturday.